welcome back to my podcast. This is Mrs. AD and this is Fulfilling Purpose with Mrs. AD Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today's your first song. I hope you always stay tuned and you enjoy. I have other episodes I recorded earlier on, so if you haven't listened to any of them, kindly go back and then listen to them. I'll share the links on my social media platforms and all that, and you can have access to them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, I'm so excited to be talking about this topic because it's actually very personal to me. Um, the topic for today is finding your identity and self-worth. Your identity is having an idea of who you are and the unique characteristics you possess as an, as an individual. And then your worth is knowing your value as an, as an individual. Knowing the value that has been placed on you as an individual. Let's go back to when I was a teenager or when I was growing up. I had self-confidence issues. I'm sure most of you can relate because you know, when you're a teen and then you are growing up, there, there are a lot of peers around you and sometimes you fall victim to these peer pressure and all that. I had self-esteem issues because a lot of people around me used to tease me with my height that I was like very, very short. So I knew that mm, there was something wrong with me and all that because I was very short. But now I, I know that I'm not short. And even if I'm short, my, my height doesn't define who I am as a person in Christ. So I, I had this confidence issue. If you asked me to do something publicly, I wouldn't do it because I felt so short. I felt like the world was drowning me in, you know. And I, 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 people used to tease me with my... I don't know what was wrong with me, but I feel like that was what was going on in my teen times. People would always find something imperfect about you and then try to use that to make you feel like bad. I don't know if you can relate, but I think you can do. So this gave me an impression of myself being imperfect. And it continued with me throughout the years. I got to know Christ at a young age. My dad is actually a pastor, so I knew Christ and all that. But I had a personal relationship with him at um, the age of 14 when I went to senior high school. But because I had this self-confidence issues, I would always associate myself with people that I thought had um, this recognition. I would join groups. I would, I would be friends of people who were actually on the high level of societal recognition. So if, if you are in a class and then I feel that, oh, this girl is like really loved, or this girl is really admired, I would try to be a friend of that person so that I can also get that recognition. This thing was like actually eating me up eating me up, eating me up, and even went into my relationships. And it started with having been teased about my height, and then by the time I realized I was in relationships where I could take, excuse me, to say anything, I could settle for like just anything, and I would do anything just for whoever I was in a relationship with to, to be pleased so that I could be recognized. I would force I remember in one of my relationships, I would always like do things, force this person to put me on their status, force this person to publicly like show me to other people as his girlfriend and all those things. Like, like looking back, I, I'm actually like remembering all those things, and I feel like, Mm-mm. no, I didn't really know who I was because if I knew what my identity was in Christ, 
if I actually knew who I had been created to be, if I actually knew that I, I, was, I was a great person, if I actually knew that I was created in the image of God, I wouldn't be settling for these things. This self-confidence and lack of self-identity followed me for a while. I knew the word of God, like not no, no, but I knew what the scripture says, but I had not studied the scripture so much to know what it says about my identity and the worth God places on my life as an individual. I tolerated so many toxic relationships. Now that I sit here and I'm married and I'm looking back on some of these relationships that I had been in, I tolerated lies, I tolerated people um, cheating in my face, I tolerated all these horrible things because I felt like okay, God had put me in a what had put me in a, a dispensation in a place where I could forgive them. Once you do something to me, I just go back to God, cry to Him, and then I would just I wouldn't even listen to what God has to tell me. I would just go back and then forgive the person and then just move on until it happens again, and then I'm like, no, okay, so I'm done. I didn't know that God had a purpose for me. I didn't know that God had put so much value on my life and as a result of that, I am not supposed to settle for less. If you are a teenager, if you are listening to me and you are in a relationship, you are, if you are listening to me and then you are in school or anything and you are defining yourself with grades, you are defining yourself with your, your examination results, you are defining yourself with your societal status, the family you are coming from, your finances, the work you do, your marital status. Please, 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 please take this from me. That is not what defines you. Let's take this instance. <coughs> Sorry, pardon my voice. Let's take this instance. When a child is given birth to, the child doesn't have a name. Until the parents give the child a name. There is no way that anybody can change the name of that child. So why would you as Christians want circumstances, want your past, want your financial um, um, disposition, want anything to change your, your name, the name that God has given you? If nobody can change your name as an individual, by your parents who gave you the name on, when you're below 18 years are the only people who can change your name, then why would you, do you allow yourself to be identified by circumstances or things around you when God who created you and gave you a unique name a unique purpose a unique destiny knows who you are are you are you getting it I feel like if you know who created you if you know that this is the source of my identity then nothing else nothing in this life can or should be able to suppress you or demean you your identity is not associated or is not backed by your societal status. It is not backed by the fact that you are married or you are not married or you are divorced or something. God doesn't see you that way. And I think if everybody identifies him or herself, settling for less will be something that, wouldn't, that we wouldn't even talk about. Because you know who you are. So fast forward to um, being in these relationships. I remember there was one of my relationships that this guy would make me feel so bad. Like, make me feel like you really are nothing without me. This guy would make me feel like I'm not giving you attention because you need to do this for me to give you attention. 
this guy will make me feel like oh you're so ugly <laughs> and i'm not ugly <laughs> i'm not ugly <laughs> this guy will make me feel like because i'm not wearing makeup like the people on social media who are all wearing makeup are beautiful they are nice and all that the dresses they wear because they wear dresses that reveal themselves i'm like oh so at a point in time i i started living up to that expectation i wear makeup anytime i'm going to see him i put on like these big earrings i would put on like i would do a whole lot of things that i that wasn't me and i felt that even though i was in a relationship i was being choked i wasn't getting enough i wasn't i wasn't being loved enough like i wanted to i didn't know my self-identity and i didn't know the worth that god had placed on me looking at my grades as well i felt like most of the times in school i would rather want to be on the high side because if my grades are good then people would affirm me and then i would feel good about myself all these things came be because i didn't have a foundation of knowing who i was and as a result i was just settling for anything so today we are looking at how to find your identity in christ but i want you to know that nothing defines you but your creator it is only god who can give you your identity and actually god has given us all identities he says that we are a chosen generation a royal priest to the holy nation a chosen generation imagine if you've been selected for a purpose that is so high that you can't even imagine it you are a royal priesthood you are a royal my dear you are a queen you are a king and and you are a holy you are a holy priesthood you know you're a royal priesthood and you're a holy nation the holy nation and as a result you won't allow yourself to stoop so low and settle for just anything that is how god has made you and that is how god has created you to be we need to find our identities in god and not in any other thing not in physical uh, societal status not in our marital status not in our financial disposition not in anything but in the word of god and in god himself because he is the only one who can identify you if nobody can change the name that your parents have given you then why would you allow your your, your financial background to like identify you or give you a name that that is that is not right so one thing that i did at a point in time i felt like no this was enough this was enough let me just get over with this and then i went in, i went into the word of god and jeremiah chapter 29 gave me a word for my soul a word that actually broke me down 29 verses 11 he says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans for welfare and not for evil plans to give you a future sorry and hope this is what god had for me so if god knew me when i was in my mother's womb and he had all these plans for me why am i allowing people to talk me out of it why am i allowing myself to be demeaned to be looked down on to be in all these toxic relationships that are giving me nothing no satisfaction so i went into the word of god and then i found out that like i said god had created me in his own image and he had created each of us to look like him we haven't seen God before, but we know that God is mighty. He's great. He's going to be the most handsome person, the most beautiful person we would ever see here on earth. So why would you allow somebody to tell you that you're not beautiful because you're not wearing makeup when God has created you in his own image? I want you to know that the only one who created you is God. And he alone has the right to identify you. Your circumstances, your past, and all those things don't identify you. They are not powerful enough. They are, not, they are not more powerful than God. 
and as a result they cannot identify you how do you get over all these self-esteem and self-confidence issues you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind romans chapter 12 verses 2 and renewing your mind you have to renew your mind with the word of god know what god says about you know what god says about your life about your marriage about your your singleness about your finances know that these things they are all of god and if god says that you are my child those things don't define you the fact that you are god's child is is what defines you you're a child of god so renew your mind renew your mind renew your mind with the word of god so that you can be transformed and you do that by spending more time with the word of god and you also have to know that the christian walk is not like a straight path personally for me i've had bounces a lot of ups and downs there are times where i'm so confident and there are times where the devil keeps pouring all these negativity into my head telling me you're not worth it you don't deserve this this good opportunity you don't deserve this first class you don't deserve this guy you don't deserve blah you don't deserve blah no it would come but once you have the word of god in you you are sure to defeat the devil when jesus was tempted by the devil on on the uh, mountain when after he fasted he defeated him with the word of god so defeat those negative thoughts with the word of god that you are feeding on and know that and also affirm yourself with the word of god when you are stepping out of the house walk in, in in confidence tell yourself i am beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of god tell yourself that i am a chosen generation a royal priesthood tell yourself that i am i'm beautiful as god has created me tell yourself affirm yourself with the, with the word of god so that you are not defeated and search the scriptures for these words because god gives you comforting words in his word that can can can, can lift up your confidence and Know that no type of love can give you satisfaction. Trust me. Take this from me. No type of love. You might think that um, being in a relationship or getting married will give you satisfaction. No. No. Take this from me. If you are not deriving love and happiness and joy from the main source, that is God, you are not going to find it anywhere. You won't find it in your job. You won't find it in your children. You won't find it in your husband. You won't find it in any relationship. God is the only one who can fill all those voids in your life. Because when there are voids, the devil will step in and then use those voids and loopholes against you. So why don't you allow God to fill in those voids? By looking up to him, by finding your identity and your worth in him. Trust me, do that and then you, you'll, be, you'll be satisfied for the rest of your life. In conclusion, I would love to say this. I know I've said it so many times. Take this from me. You are loved by God. If you are not loved in your relationship, if your grades are failing, if, if you are having issues with your finances and all that, know that those things don't define you. You are loved by God. You are genuinely loved by God. He loves you to the extent that he doesn't define you with your past. He doesn't seek your past when he wants to do something for you. When you sleep at night and you are waking up, God doesn't go to your past and ask your past. Should I give this lady or this guy bread of life? He loves you to the point that no man can give you that kind of love and as a result he chooses to do what he wants to do with you so don't look for assurances and recognition and, and identity and worth in all these societal expectations in all these financial means and all that yeah somebody might be rich 
by that person is not happy. Somebody might be poor, but that person has peace of mind just because that person knows who his creator is. So, you are loved, you are uniquely loved, and you are made in God's image. You know, your, 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 your weaknesses, before I end, your weaknesses, your weaknesses even define you, and your weaknesses are used for God's glory. So the fact that you have this weakness of being a short person does not mean that you, you are not loved by God. That shortness is there for a purpose, it's there for, for, for God's glory. So trust me, you need to find yourself worth and identify yourself in Christ. And trust me, you'll be happy. You'll be so happy that you didn't put your joy and your happiness and all your time in people, in relationships, in finances, in, in a job that can never give you satisfaction. Trust me. I love you so much, but God loves you more. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast Be sure to share it with a friend and a friend and a friend who needs to hear this. God loves us all and I hope that great testimonies come out of this. See you soon. Bye.